Welcome, adventurers. You are listening to the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Your support allows us to continue making this content. We're also trying to reach 10,000 subscribers over on our YouTube channel, where you can actually see us play all of these RPG shows. Plus, you get some great board game content that isn't available on podcast. Now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. Please rate and review us at your podcast provider of choice. This will help new and fellow Chaotix find the chaos. Please consider downloading the episodes to your device rather than streaming. This will help us more accurately calculate our audience metrics. You are listening to the Chaos Agents, playing Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, led by Dungeon Master Thomas Cook, weaving published and homebrew content together to form this unique world. I am Warren, and I play Uzo. Uzo likes to hear tales about himself, because when he could not see, that was his exposure to the world. I'm Aaron, and I play Ruckus Highborn, a human fighter. Insert door joke here. I'm Bo Christian Williams, and I play Remy the Fox, a swashbuckling halfling rogue who's the brains of the operation, and the looks, and all the other things. I'm Tiana, and I play Andraste Nialo, cleric of Lyra, affectionately known as Momdraste, and together we are the Foxy Irregulars. Join us now as we play Dungeons and Dragons. everyone and welcome to quest and chaos minus the echo we'll do we are the chaos agents and tonight this show has more beginnings than the lord of the ring has endings it's true i was going to make the same joke and i'm glad you got there before i did you missed the groundhog day reference somewhere in there <laughs> uh thank you uh is that michael corleone behind you is that um oh it's no it's michael scott just pr- just keep talking he'll go away such innocent trolling i have okay um uh we're the chaos agents chaotically uh, the five of us uh we play dungeons and dragons on this channel well we sometimes play dungeons and dragons on this channel for a good hour and a half every week we play Dungeons and Dragons. So, at least an hour and a half, right? Know what's going on. Uh, there's a couple of things that are going on. One of which is uh, this is going to be loud. I apologize. Bring it on. It's going to be loud. Yes. That wasn't that loud. You just over- have a random graphics card on the table. Of course you do, as you do. Um, we right now on our YouTube are, we, we just passed 3,000 subscribers on our YouTube. That's awesome for us. Thank you. We want to get Everyone. to so many So more. much. You know. Uh, Squealabard made this awesome. I actually managed to figure out how to put it, put it all in there. Look at that. Oh, wow. Um, so it's a tablet holder. You put your tablet here. Got a little, little shelf for it. It's magnetically closed. Inside are two Nord Game stacks, a set of Birds of Paradise dice, and a random miniature that was in that was in the in the office, as well as a couple of stickers and a Foxy Irregulars pin. 
There are going to be a couple more stickers added to that. Oh no, Warren! <laughs> oh man, I went I went to the Starbucks uh, down the street. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh my God! The Warren laughed himself out of this Zoom meeting. Okay, there. He <laughs> Am I not here? You guys didn't see me? We can oh. see it now. Not like you're going on anymore. <laughs> Ooh. Um, my internet connection is unstable. Are you kidding? Oh boy. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> oh no. All right. Well, there you go. One goes. second. I will Thomas. be right back. Uh, Warren. Warren. You are you pl- are, are you plugged into the Ethernet? <laughs> or are you in the ether? Don't open your incognito tab, Thomas. Whatever you do, don't. <laughs> Why? Wouldn't Wouldn't the theory of an incognito tab be that there's nothing in it? It means there's something you're hiding in it. <laughs> so, so fun fact: uh, in, in Zencaster is the software that we use to record uh, locally to your computer. And if you open it in incognito, oh, God. it it does not let the system allocate enough space to to do the video recording. Whoa, hmm. <laughs> that's a fascinating glitch. Welcome back, Warren. Do you, do you guys want to start it over again? <laughs> where to God? All together now. No, but I kind of uh, want to uh, end it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to wrap it up. That's going to do it for this episode. Thanks, guys. Thank don't you. forget to fuck Post Malone. <laughs> don't forget to subscribe. No, don't fuck that guy. I mean, I mean, if stay you want away to, from that guy, or don't do that. Yeah, he can't hear me over the piles of women in front of his house. <laughs> he doesn't hear any criticism. Sorry. Like I said, uh, over these next three hours, there will be a good hour of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> this is Optimism. just who we are. <laughs> anyway, so head over to that YouTube channel, our YouTube channel, exclamation point YouTube in the chat or youtube.com slash quests chaos and find that Mr. 3000 video and go ahead and make a comment and we're going to pick two winners one of which is from the U.S. that will get this physical cool stuff, and the other one is not from the U.S. that will get PDFs of the luck deck, the critical hit deck for GMs, plus a Nord Games book of your choice. And if you are uh, so inclined and have the disposable income, if you use our referral link, nordgames.com, nordgamesllc.com, slash 3.html, uh, that is our referral link. We'll get a portion of anything you purchase there. And if you use our code chaotic20, you get 20% off. And we still get a portion. So that's pretty awesome. Nord Games are really cool people. Um, Birds of Paradise. They are very, very, very shortly coming upon the conclusion of their Kickstarter. Uh, one stretch goal has been achieved, I believe. Mm-hmm. And there is one that needs to happen. So uh, if you guys There's could, one that absolutely has to happen for me. You guys could, you know, exactly. Uh, head over there. Uh, back, a fellow chaotic. There's a link. There it is. The Hef's got it. Thank you also to our wonderful moderators, the Hefner and the Baroness, for the things that they do. If you want to be a moderator, reach out to me on Discord. I guess. Uh, Discord. 
Seems like a good place to do it. Yeah. Also, join we our have a lot of shows. We have a lot of shows now, yeah. and we can't expect uh, those wonderful people to be at every single show. I mean, I can barely do it. We can't expect all of them to show up in the Discord either, right, Aaron? <laughs> well, what you say? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I can barely show up for every show, and I'm in most of them. <laughs> Ah, I'm tired. Just I'm just tired. Okay. Are you up so, to, to two on Saturday now? Yeah, two no. shows on Saturday. Yeah, dude, wow. that's that is a full slate. That's rough. Yeah, that'll get you. Cheers to that. Do you that's want me to DM tonight, Thomas? I'll take over. Yes. <laughs> you you you're just missing being in that chair, Bo. <laughs> I have I such plans. I, I am care. so excited. I don't care how ridiculous it would get. I want every week each of us trades off being the DM and we just see how terrible and unsynced together the story gets and the character <laughs> development. I just want that. That's what I want. I love chaos. Some people just want to see the world burn. And you are one of them, clearly. The D&D world. It's amazing. We'd probably still be playing with puppets if today was my day. <laughs> what an interesting show, though, to have rotating DMs like that. That'd be yep. very interesting. We actually um, had we actually had something like that for uh, Dungeons and Dreamers, where every player took a turn running uh, the other players through the dream of their character. It was chaotic and a lot of fun. Nice. It sounds a like a nightmare. It was honestly a lot less nightmarish than you would think. We had to keep it within two hours, so it was very streamlined, and it was good. I had a lot of fun with it. I wrecked as an Aarakocra monk. Huh. <laughs> Is that a bird person? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that, there we go. That's how I remember it. <laughs> we, went into, we, went, we went into the final battle, and she took no damage in the, in the entire big bad evil guy fight. Does her flight speed increase with the monk increases? Uh-huh. Really? And I mean, they have like 50 feet of, of flight speed anyway, because they fast in the sky. Mm. Ah. It's like owls will go hool up in here. Am I right? Anybody? <laughs> That is such a deep cut, and I'm glad you went there. Actually, that's Guardians of Galhul. Thank you. Oh, I haven't heard that voice in a year and a half. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> so sorry, Thomas. We, we will now play Dungeons and Dragons. Last episode on the Chaos Agents, the ship departed from Waterdeep heading west along the trackless sea for weeks, for three weeks, in fact. Uh, around the third week, the skies started to get dark. The thunder began to roar, and you entered into a storm. You battened the hatches, lashed the sails, hid your grandma, and and headed into the storm. Uh, the storm ended up being created by a juvenile Kraken who attacked the ship, uh, hoping to uh, eat some tasty morsels, gather the treasure, and drag the ship down to the bottom of the sea. It did no such thing. Uh, in fact, it, it, it did, did inflict some damage upon a, a couple of you briefly, almost got to eat one of you, 
but did not. <laughs> and was blown out of the water uh, by your crew who finally showed up to talk. We appreciate them showing up better late than never. <laughs> I really um, like, like that moment at the end when Remy almost got eaten and he's using the shield, that, that very cinematic moment. Oh, yeah, I yeah. really want to see art of that because I think that would mm. be epic. Someone put a ruckus in the background like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like mid ah. <laughs> so uh, the aftermath of that, you come down. The storm fades away. Uh, the, the overcast skies don't quite go away right away, but the, the lightning and the thunder subside. And you once again head off west towards a spot on your map that a dwarf marked. A dwarf named, I don't remember. I, I'm just going to say it was probably Dave. He related to never remember. <laughs> Dave never remember. Oh, God. That Something was dead, but I like Lighthammer. it. <laughs> Who the fuck was that guy? Lighthammer, yes. Yeah, yeah. No, Forge Hammer. Like the first thing he said was, I don't remember. Why? That should be its name. Jared Stonebreaker. Hey. Yeah, nice. Oh. Gerard Stonebreaker. Notes. Notes. Um, <laughs> and you find yourself traveling days, another week. Another week passes. The, the skies are not clear um you do see storms off to the to the right to the north of you um and eventually over the horizon you do see um an island or something off in the distance pretty close to the spot marked on your map What do you guys do? Um, so I remember Uzo speaking with the person who could uh, write to sort of write our encounter with the Kraken. Mm -hmm. um, I'd assume he's still overseeing that because he's not reading any maps. Oh, I um Somewhere along this, you did um, you did find your your good friend. Actually, everyone, make me perception check. I just want to see if our, our our good friend Jackson Elias, <laughs> Donovan Johnson. My eyes are so strong. That's hey. uh, somewhat twelve. Hey, nice. oh my god, eighteen. Go. Oh yeah, just that nice. Even a blind squirrel finds a nut. <laughs> Once in a while. No. All right. So, uh, uh, Remy, at some point, uh, you do see uh, Don Johnson appear to be casting a spell over the huge piece of tentacle that you guys have. Um, I see that very quickly. And... Uh, scurry over. Uh, can I sneak up on him? Probably. Very likely. I do have his stats, so I can... 
We're gonna risk it's just one more for effect. It's it's just more oh, okay. for effect. <laughs> it's fine. I don't have to sneak up on him. It's fine. I would like to see though. Yeah, same. I'm curious. Yolo. How sneaky you get? Yeah, we'll you see. only <laughs> Yodo. You only D and D. All right, one. all right. I'll put the hood up then. I'll put the hood up. <laughs> I don't want to see. I wasn't gonna roll in there. Okay, it's worse. Ah. So uh, yeah, yeah, you absolutely sneak up on him. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I sneak up on him and see if I can recognize kind of what he's saying and, and what he's doing. Um, it sounds it sounds like you've heard this spell before, but you can't quite remember where. Okay, I will come out of my hiding place just behind him um, and kind of walk right in front of him very suddenly throwing off the, the uh, cloak um, hood. You go, casting spells on it, are we? Uh, uh, uh. And, and for reference, this happened under a minute since the fight happened. Uh, 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 oh, wow. Uh, yeah, uh, yes. Uh, I forgot that the spell had a one limit. One minute. Yes, I remember why, yes. Uh, I had it for a minute. I was doing this with it to the crew. Uh, <laughs> revivify? Uh, no, yeah, uh, uh, just, I'm preserving, uh, preserving this, because if we don't, it's going to stink to high heavens. I am going to insight check. I am casting gentle repose on this. I don't know if it'll work, but uh, maybe. I insight. Let's see how I do. You wasted it on the stealth. <laughs> That's a 13. It's not the worst. Uh, I mean, he told you it was something. He told you something he was doing that's kind of weird, but I guess makes sense. What? What? what on, you're preserving it because it's going to stink. We are soon to be in the harbor. Uh, what, what exactly is the spell you're casting? Gentle repose, you say? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, it is the only way that I know other than salt to preserve it if we are going to present it to the the authorities or wherever we are going. I mean, fair enough. Please, preserve away. Then he finished casting the spell and then two, three weeks later, go by, and it doesn't stick. Um, That's good. In, in, in the travel time, I've been working on greater healing potions, just making sure that's said. So I have the, poten the potions of continuous heal and the greater healing potions. So those are finished. You can hand them out as you need to. Yeah. How is everyone for healing potions at the moment? I assume um, I got four potions of continuous heal because I made a full batch, but uh, I think Rekka still has one. I don't have one. I need one. I will eternally have one, and it will be equivalent to me not having one. Because uh, I never. I also point out, you all have gotten long rests over this period. Yes. Neat. Um, yeah, Bo, I'm sorry, Remy, I, I, I would give you a potion of continuous heal and a greater healing potion. Ditto to Uzo. Um, Ruckus already has one, so I'll, I'll, I'll give him uh, a potion, a, a greater healing potion. Yay! Yeah. Passing them out. 
Thank you. So I I have two potions of continuous heal so that I, I have a spare in case anyone needs it. I'm good. But I have I have I have a bag of holding so it can hang out in there and I can grab it and distribute as necessary. Said one greater healing potion. One greater healing potion, one potion of continuous heal. Got it. Okay. Sweet. Just one just wanted to make sure that that, that, that bit of bookkeeping was done. Is there anything else you would like to do over the next week that you travel from the Kraken fight to the Shimmering? Damn Me, personally, I'm, I'm navigating. I'm just behind the wheel pretty much all the time that I'm awake. Um, Uzo is seen, I guess, pulling out his arachnid friend, but also... Um, Practicing his ritual casting the stone skin because he and he's getting a, a feel for wh- how long it takes and wears off and all that stuff. All right, Rocky's I'm adjusted to the leotard. Oh, it's a quick one, don't worry. <laughs> all right, very nice. Uh, Remy. Remy's emboldened by what just happened. You know, here, here he's been thinking we're, we're going to our death. We're going to uh, eventually, you know, fight gods potentially, and they're going to kill us. But look what we just did to this kraken. You know what I mean? Like he's absolutely emboldened. The foxy irregulars um, are, are invincible now to to him. So he's going around, you know, celebrating with the the crew. You know, telling stories about what happened. Uh, Back, back and forth between the different crew, uh, just keeping that morale up. Um, how big is this tentacle that we have? Uh, I'm going to say it's it's five feet in diameter. Holy maker! And fifteen feet long, and it's definitely just part. Mm-hmm. Did we cook any portion of this to eat? We were talking about it. We did. We were talking about that. We did. I believe there was some ceviche made. How was uh, it? It was well preserved. Salt. That'll do it. Are you gonna make? Are you gonna make Somebody. me roll survival? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of there's plenty of uh, citrus on board, so you can make ceviche. Which is cooked in the acid of mm-hmm. that. Do we get scurvy if we waste it on it? No, we eat it still. No, but those maybe those nutrients burned up in the cooking process. We, we don't have a week we have we have enough. I want us to get scurvy. I don't know. Uh, ruckus, you definitely get scurvy. <laughs> I would like you. to and- suck on any lemon I find. <laughs> Immediately uh, get- they're getting that. Give me a constitution saving throw. Please. Are you serious? <laughs> just, just ruckus. Don't worry. I can do it. 17? <sighs> <All right. laughs> uh, you, you are, you, you are start, you start to get a rash from the leotard. Uh, but you, you kind of, I mean, it takes you a little bit and kind of figure out how to, to, to wear it. So it doesn't quite. Chafe. Rub. Oh, thank the gods. 
Okay, off in the distance, you see something. And as you keep traveling closer and make your way towards this, you eventually see twin islands. And coming out of the edges of those islands, 500 feet across and 200 feet in the air, a giant circle. It's impossible to figure out what it is made out of, but it, it looks like it is some sort of constructed material. And on the inside of it is this pulsating, undulating, just field of magic. It, it is illuminescent, iridescent, uh, like butterfly wings or dragonfly wings is more appropriate. And as you get closer and closer, you just see how massive this, this sort of operation is. Um, the, the two islands on either side of it don't look natural. You know, they are made of rock. There is grass, there is weeds and things. Um, and, and this massive gate in front of you that as you get closer and closer, you start to hear the and you see it pulsating in this disturbing yet somehow amazing spectacle in front of you. And on the tips of the islands, which are in fact mirrors of each other, there are two stone towers. And the top of one of those towers on your right, as you travel forward, starts waving a massive flag to you. In a, uh, and Remy, you would recognize this as sort of a, you know, a hail and follow signs. I would um, order us to quickly respond and follow the directions. All right, so you continue and as you get closer, you hear, um, you, you enter this area, you, you can sort of feel this shift in pressure. And as you get through it, um, Captain Remy, you do hear a language uh, pull into pier number two on the right. So ordered. And you order the crew, everybody kind of gets, um, and you see that pier number two is just one of a massive straight dock that travels the entire length of this island. And you manage to maneuver the ship into place into one of the docks. And you lash the, the ropes are thrown down, you are lashed to the docks and a plank is lowered. And at the bottom is a small, no, surrounded with two 
heavily armed guards around him. Come down and greet Detect them. magic before... So Remy goes to walk down. I, I stop him in his chest and I detect magic looking directly at those <clears throat> people. Um, nothing in... Nothing from the ship. Uh, but you do know that you're more than 30 feet out. So... Um, then I mentioned kind of quietly this place is heavily enchanted we're supposed to meet at a cathedral but we don't know the temperament of these personnel be on guard Remy of course of course I believe this is the gate yes isn't that after we we pass through the gate yes and uh, uh, I will be prepared to whip out my leotard whenever necessary go back downstairs Rakis I am not doing that I'll sit here quietly. <laughs> I like that plan. So, uh, as you disembark from the ship and walk down Uzo, uh, your detect magic definitely gets magic off of all three of the people at the bottom. Um, you know, you immediately see magic weapons ring on the gnome. There's a book that he is holding. Uh, and uh, welcome, welcome, welcome Hello. to the shimmering of Thoria. Hmm. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. I am Remy the Fox, and we are the Foxy Irregulars. And uh, we would, we would uh, go to Port Thoria. Ah, very well met. Heading into Antarian, I see. Yes. Very good. Ah, you. Uh, you do have payment, yes? Yes, we, uh, we've brought gems, I believe, on Droste, don't we? Yes, we do. Yes. Yeah, Open the briefcase. Um, what, what was the sum? Uh, it, that will be determined. Uh, we need to do a full accounting uh, before you are allowed to travel through. Oh. Um, we were under the uh, perception that it is a flat rate to enter. Uh, uh, it, the rate is uh, for the, uh, there is an individual rate, should you wish to pass through. Uh, there is a rate for ships of certain different sizes, which does include the crews. More, if you travel together, more likely that is your best uh, bargain. Quite, quite, quite likely. What exactly do you need to make an accounting of? I am, I am the quartermaster, oh. if, if that is what we need to discuss. Ah, yes, uh, we would like to, uh, it, well, hmm. there are several uh, legal documents that need, will need to be signed and waivers uh, as well uh, signed before you travel through. Well then, and I'll, and I'll glance over at Remy. Perhaps we should take this to somewhere where we can sit down and discuss this. I do love a contract. We are ah, perfect. Uh, as you see, uh, and you notice behind him there, uh, so there is a uh, a big, I, I almost want to say military presence, but it is definitely more grand than that. Um, there, the buildings along the side of this island, which actually go all the way through 
the shimmering gates. You see it disappears. Um, and you look across, and on the same side, there again, it is a mirror of each other. Um, you And looking across the way, um, you definitely see different people. So it's not just like, magically mirrored they're just constructed in a you know in a manner that is very similar uh yes uh we there is there is an entire process um to more mostly safely travel through and um uh, yes if you are if you are if you are we we have lots to discuss uh we will we have a presentation um, and uh, we, will. we can skip the presentation and go straight to the build. Uh, we wish to make a timely uh, maneuver towards the city. Correct. We are not. <laughs> no. Rakis, I told you to go back downstairs. I'm still here, quietly sitting. Having a thought occasionally. Certainly <laughs> not. Look, uh, timely is all very well and good, but haste can uh, can often lead to destruction, and I would rather know what exactly we're going into. And we're not interested in your timeshare. God! <laughs> How will this be are. presented? <laughs> are, we doing, are we doing PowerPoints? <laughs> but it's uh, actual yeah. magic. Yes. Uh, we do have we do have our illusionary uh, presentation. Oh God! Oh, okay. Well, it's not as good as puppets. Sorry, Uzo. Well, would probably keep our attention better if it was. <laughs> Must well. be uh, We will need uh, everyone to disembark and head on inside the building. Yeah. Uh, insight check, Uzo on this guy's intention to get us to disembark. Yeah, just, just general insight. Is he as straight edge as he seems? Yes, he is. Uh, you know, and here's the thing about insight. It could be completely opposite, right? He's sketchy AF. <laughs> I do not believe a word he says. No, uh, he's, he's, yeah. I mean, he seems like, A, it is... Uh, uh, looking at them, they he is wearing a uniform. Uh, the guards next to him also wearing a uniform. You see this is a, a crimson sort of red coloring um, there with a little bit of uh, uh, yellow or mustard yellow embroidery. Um, it, everything looks official. I don't know, Remy. Leaving the ship unattended, but you have more experience than I do in these matters. I think... Um... Uh, I'll have Winthorpe up here, kind of back on the ship out of nowhere, and say, don't worry, we'll, we'll watch the ship. All right. So, uh, please, uh, follow me. Uh, and he starts walking off. Um, I'll just say, the two uh, guards sort of stay, um, and you see that they step back. Um, so the the empty docks behind you, essentially, they are facing that. So you can only move forward once you disembark. Let's do it. Yes. Okay. Um, Lead forward. The while we're going, I um, 
tell Winthorpe to watch the ship. Let me know if anything happens um, or if anybody we don't know gets on the ship. And then I'm going to say to Uzo, make sure Kipling comes out here and isn't hiding somewhere. Takes one to know one. You want Who me you to want? go get him now? Yes, please. Let's make sure. All right. I will be Do not right trust back. him as far as I could throw it. I go and I sweep the ship and partially threaten, get your ass out here, you know, just to rouse Kipling, make sure he's out and uh, so that the, everyone leaves. So the crew um, heads off down the gangplank, Clint's the really captain when the captain's not around, um, crew member Kipling a small halfling who like more and more it looks like he's attempting to uh, be more Remy-like and not in dress. Well, uh, that's a shame. Uh, but uh, in style and abilities. You see Alex the human come down, Jensen again with his his leg. You know, I mean, he he walks with a very slight limp, but um, it is you wouldn't notice unless you were actively looking for it. Is Bunny met with any trepidation, or uh, is he welcomed? Uh, we'll get to Bunny. Barry oh, too. <laughs> Barry too, uh, and his flamboyant now. Garb and a lute over his shoulder, because uh, Barry too is a bard. Then Barry the bard, I like him. Uh, you guys remember Barry one? Vaguely, oh. hardly knew ye. You bet I don't. <laughs> Some demons got him. I think I don't remember. <laughs> Snatched him in a in a truck stop restroom or something like that, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> poor, poor that Adam guy. Johnson, uh, the necromancer. Uh, gets off Stefan, Jameson, Francis, Brandon. You all love hey. Brandon. Yeah, it's about time. And at the very end, Bunny the Bugbear. As this phenomenal group. Odd crew makes its way in, in a line up a small pathway up into this building. I want to ask the gentleman, I'm sorry, I didn't get your name. What was that? Uh, uh, hold on. I just have it right here. Uh, Tolson Meadows, Keeper of Locks. Tolson. Was that Tolson. it? Yes. Tolson, Tolson. Meadows. Okay. Keeper of the Locks. So, um, what is the process here exactly? Is anybody going to be going on to my ship while we are gone? We're not, in, we're not accustomed to leaving it unguarded, you see. Uh, we, we do have an observation area if you would like to uh, view the process. Uh, and in fact, we have another ship heading through shortly. If you would. Uh... Yes, yes, I'd like to see that very much. That would be okay. nice. Also, um, we killed a Kraken coming over here. So, um, you know, don't go on to our ship. And give us your money if you so wish to reward us with it for killing a kraken that may have endangered your seas, I have fixed it. 
I mean, we all have actually, not just him. I'm 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 sorry. Uh, the the Royal Thorian Navy does not like to be made fun of. Does not like exaggeration in lies. I understand. You think we're joking? You, no, 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 you didn't hear me. We're the Foxy Irregulars. That didn't help. And no? we, we... And, and, and we did kill a Kraken. There there is a part of a tentacle on on the ship. If you really want to see. If you want calamari for lunch, we've got it. We've been having calamari for days. There so. is evidence of our encounter on the ship, which we expect to be there when we return. You and killed our Kraken? Your Kraken? We killed oh, a I'm Kraken. Just, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. You killed a Kraken? Oh my god. <laughs> we, we, we killed a Kraken, yes. It attacked us. We would have tried to avoid it, but... Would you like to see it? It's just uh, over here. Yeah, I clenched yeah. so hard. <laughs> no, no, get your friends too. Bring your friends. Come on. Uh, and on your ship? Yes, come on. Up you go. Okay. Uh, on the ship, the... off the ship, on the ship. What are we doing here, Emmy? So he, We're he's, showing it's off. the hokey pokey. Come on. <laughs> yes. uh, so you guys sent the crew up as you stayed down at the docks. Uh, we'll just say that's what happened. Uh, so yeah. then, uh, then they, uh, you guys run back up. He's like, I need to see this. And he goes up on the ship. Uh, and it within the, the tentacle is, I'm sure, just out and about. Look, it's taller than I am. Like, round. It's taller round than I am lengthwise. Okay, the mop oh. is taller than you are. Uh, it's taller than me, is it? <laughs> if you <laughs> would five like... five foot in diameter. If you would like a full accounting of what happened, I had one of our crew members document the entire engagement for you to read recapture and tell of our successes on the waters and maybe alec Alec, all right uh scribe (laughs) real quick and maybe offer us a discount for making the seas around your home a little bit safer a lot bit safer are you kidding uh and and he's like i uh we think this this is the one that passed through last year Huh, it's definitely bigger now than it was. Hmm. Hmm. You just see, it's just like, and he pulls out sort of this log book and he sort of, you, you actually see him flip it over. You can tell that he's kind of flipping it to the backside and then he kind of goes, starts writing in the back like, huh, it's, it's like, this, that's, it's like a meter and a half. Just starts like kind of, writing down things about it like and and the okay um the foxy irregulars yes mm-hmm. that is right yes huh. and then he and captain remington slade remington at your service hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll get to that point on the inside and he's this is amazing okay all right yeah okay also i want to i want to how tall is ruckus that's an excellent question. Looking in my notes. I've, uh, I've, I've always pictured him being about six foot. I didn't write it in background, but size is medium. All of our <laughs> sizes are medium except Remy. <laughs> I, remember, I thought I, he was up near six. I've, 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 I've always pictured him and Uzo being about six foot tall. Yeah, so I put Uzo at about six, but I assume that Ruckus was bigger than Uzo. Broader? Broader and taller. Like I, by like a few inches, like 
so, so, wow. So, so, so it's Warren standing next to Bo is what you're saying. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's accurate. He it's makes literally a us. At the yeah. table because he's so big. It's true. It's true. But the, the reason I ask is because I just imagine Ruckus standing right next to this thing, clearly taller than it going, it's taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same height as me. I'm five foot nothing. <laughs> like a pause. And, Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you want to document a comparison? Here's one for you. And Uzo lifts his front uh, of his kilt. Uh, mm, no. Oh. No? I, I stand in front of it with my hat. <laughs> It's the eel of the ocean. Well, if we are not admiring tentacles anymore, maybe it's time we disembark. Yes? One, one, one of those tentacles is, ma- is massively dangerous to ships, and the other one's attached to you. <laughs> oh, I thought you were tested. going to call I don't... Me. I'm sorry. We don't know what's wrong with him. It just happens. <laughs> but we think attached. there's something medically. So don't... I, we're so sorry. It may be a blessing and a curse, honestly. Attached. Attached for the moment, anyway. All right. Uh, yes, yeah. true. Let us, let us in, is head inside and, and watch the presentation. That's a compliment. No one, no one goes on the ship. No one takes that from us, yes? Good. Oh, th- certainly. Uh, you may have some questions about that, but uh, yeah, no one will take that from you. Of course. Excellent. Uh, Onward, then. Okay. So uh, eventually you make your way up uh the walkway which is um in stone sort of carved up back and forth in a zigzag pattern up to this building that is at the top um looking down it is it is all stone construction of the building um with a slate roof uh and you do see uh further up ahead there is a um this you know a cobblestone stone sort of circular area where you can watch and overlook uh, the harbor. You go inside of the uh, of the building. Uh, and it is well appointed, uh, nothing ostentatious, but uh, clearly the Thorian Navy is not lacking in funds. They bring you into a, I guess an 18 by 20 room with there's a number of benches you can see that this is sort of set out for basically a presentation to a ship full of people uh and on the one side wall uh there's a small it's not a podium it is a lectern lectern yeah uh and you see tolson uh, go over there and as he hops up on clearly on some steps or a crate and leans over. Well, okay. You are at Shimmering 2. The uh, pride of the Thorian Navy's Shimmering Gates. This one clearly leads to your realm here. And on the other side, Antario. Going through the gates requires you to voluntarily go through. It is dangerous. The magic... 
Uh, the magic that created the gates is uh, wild at best. Uzo raises his hand. Yes. You said Antirian? Yes, Antarian. Is Deralin on Antarian? Uh, yes, uh, the world of Antarian, uh, the continent Deralin, uh, which is the continent that Thorian is located, and Port Thoria is the capital. And very many ends in there. Lots of ends. You don't know world building until you say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's why I read everything out loud when I'm editing it. What are the, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but if I was going to sightsee around Potoria, what would be the areas of interest that would compel me? Sight? I mean, sightseeing? Do you uh, have statues or cathedrals or anything of note that someone might wander around? Pick up provisions, mean, maybe. Anything plot-worthy? Oh. The marketplace uh, forms every morning in Port Thoria. Uh, it is a first come, first serve place to get your stall. So the marks of the merchants uh, are usually there bright and early. Uh, for the early bird can get uh, their choice pick of whatever they are looking for that day. Uh, there are there is a cathedral district as well uh, as. The cathedrals and, and churches to the many gods of both Antarian as well as the other worlds that are connected to Antarian through the gates. Other worlds? Uh, yes, in fact. Uh, gate, uh, Shimmering 2 goes to this realm. Um, Shimmering 1 heads to an interesting place called Eberron. Hmm. Eberron, <laughs> is that what you said? Yeah, indeed. Sounds oh. like a fascinating place. Well, it's not where we're going, though. How many gates are there connecting to this place? There are three official current gates. How? There were five at one point. There were five. What happened to the other two? Kraken. Oh. Ah. There you go. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. where, did, where did they lead? I'm so interested in these other worlds. You're talking oh. multiverse? <laughs> like you had all these gates to all these different worlds. That's, that's amazing. Uh, Uzo kind of tentatively raises his hand again. Um, you are collecting toll and keeping watch on this side of the gate. What is keeping the other side uh, from being overrun? Or is there a similar gatekeeping lock presenting mechanism? Uh, as, so you, you are in the northern uh, side of Shimmering 2. The southern side of Shimmering 2 uh, is much like this one, but going the other direction. So we have uh, a full regiment of seamen over there as well. Everybody laugh now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just me? All right. You brushed over it so quick that I was He's like, crying. That's why. That's He's why. Trying like... so hard to get past that. Yeah. 
I was like, is anybody, am I going to be no, the one? I was going to no? let him. Okay. I was going to let him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, semen. Anyway, so 12. <laughs> like, like you could tell that, that even, even he couldn't say it. <laughs> kind of laughing. Uh, yes. Our sailors. Uh, this is a, a, the Thorian Navy uh, runs these ports. So, um, we have a specific process to travel from one side of the gate to the other. Um, each individual, after, uh, after, after you have paid your, the total toll, um, each individual will enter their name in the book, sign the waiver that um, uh, what happens to them is in by no means the uh, res uh, re the uh, responsibility. The it is not our liability for whatever happens. To you. Uh, we do have clerics on standby. Uh, As do yes. we. So, uh, yes, uh, yes, well, yes, I'm, I am also a cleric. I'm not, I'm not much of a reader, so I'm just going to sign this blindly. Oh, gods. <laughs> Real quick. One moment. He's <laughs> uh, like, he has the book on him. So, um, well, we won't get to that. Oh, oh I mean, unless, unless everyone is ready. Uh, no, 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 please, with the presentation. More. Uh, so, anyway. Um, yeah, so we don't usually get to be prefaced on what we are heading into very often. So this is extremely informative. If I grow a beard of feathers, I, will, I just can't. It is possible you may actually grow a beard of feathers. Okay. Why oh, did you have to oh, say that? It's, it's, it's that kind of wild magic. All right. So, uh, oh, yes. Maybe I'll get taller. That would be great. So, uh, oh, you, you say before. All right. Very well, very well. Uh, everyone uh, interested uh, can, uh, I will be in the next room uh, one by one. Please stop by and sign the waiver and enter your name into the logbook. Uh, if you would, uh, before that, if you would like to see, I believe we have a ship going through uh, the gates uh, in, a, in a few minutes. Oh, absolutely, I want to see this. Uh, if, if you do not wish uh, to go through, uh, we have a five-star hotel on the island uh, that is not at all reasonably priced. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, but you can stay until the next ship heads back your way and, again, not reasonably priced, purchase your way back. Hmm. Well, no, we're, we're going through. But our, our only path is forward. That's right. Not even a little bit in the five-star hotel. No. Not with you here. Uh, so on, you, you don't want me to be happy. We would, we, we would end up paying more than the room service, more than the room fees for everything that you would do to that room. Of course we would. It's a five-star hotel. Okay. No. We're going through. That's what's got to happen. We should watch this other contingent go through and see what happens so we're not stepping through a black hole like our dear friend Axbeak. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should throw the rest of Axe Beak into the black hole to find out. You still have that. 
Yeah, I no. can pull it up just dead immediately, you know? It's just like already done. Kind and of this game. is why we are not staying at the five-star hotel, Rackus. It's been over a month and a half. How did you keep it? <laughs> I didn't keep it. It eternally re- makes the no, lower half no. of it. No, at all? No, it's not at all. When you, when you pull an axe beak, nothing comes out. How long would I have kept the lower half of axe beak then? Its body was dead in the, in the basement of that, <laughs> of that, that complex. I, mm-hmm. I would just like to check my pockets real quick as it like cuts back to just dead half of axe beak <laughs> somewhere else in the world. Like, like rotting in that basement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess you're right. Well... Then... I'm, the one, I'm the one with the bag of holding, not you. Oh, yes, yeah. oh, you have a bag of holding? Is that going oh, to be a problem? I would suggest you empty it out and carry things through. Just no. in case. All right. Oh, yes. Interdimensional stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll empty it out into my room. What am I missing? Uh, if, you put, if, if you put a bag of holding into another bag of holding, it causes... Well, a temporal rift is the best way I can describe it. It's a portal that drags you somewhere else. We can't have a pocket dimension with us? You what kind of dimension it. is this? Well, with, with, wild, with wild magic, all sorts of things can go sideways. And I'd prefer to have, for example, my healing potions not in there. Oh. Learning. I have a regular bag, so I'm good. So, uh... <laughs> If you will follow me, uh, one by one. Uh, if anyone else uh, probably won't, it, it takes a little while, uh, unless you just sign right away, uh, to read the documents and make your way through. Um, but once you do enter the chamber uh, adjacent to this one, uh, you will have no choice but to go through. So if you would like to see the ship, uh, your the other ship uh, go through, you can do that. Uh, and you can either wait and watch your ship go through on this side or watch from the other side. There is another viewing. Uh, oh. nice. Okay, is this like a, like a metal detector one-way thing? Like a TSA, once you exit, you can't enter back, sort of? Uh, I will put the back of my uh, hand against your body. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> to search you. Uh, are you, are you why is that? <laughs> I don't know why. Why do I hang out with these idiots? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right, because they're my idiots. It's going along his magnificence, is what I'm thinking. (laughs) Right. Oh, Lord. I will be in the next room. Um, Fantastic. And and at this point, you sort of hear kind of murmuring and and your crew kind of looking at each other. Um, It seems sort of innocent to most of them. Um, I'm just gonna do a little. Yeah, no, nobody's really like. No, I'm not doing it. I am not going through. So, I'll 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 pull one of the boxes of cookies out of the the bag of holding. Hold it. Can we, uh, hoist it up so Remy can't grab it as I as I transfer it over to the crew and tell them take one, pass it along. As this as this box of cookies makes it through, and. Coming out of the bag of holding it, 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 they were fresh when they went in, mm-hmm. and you get the smell of somewhat warm cookies. Nah. In the end. Oh God, uh, Remy's about to tackle me at the knees. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Remy's at the end of the line, waiting for them to pass. 
pass it along to him. So he's just and, uh, Colson is is at the at the door about to open about to open it. He's like, and he turns around and he looks and he sees it going around and he kind of walks over and steps next to you, Remy, at the end of the line, waiting. <laughs> I, I look over and I see him go, "Oh yeah, no, this was the right choice for you." <laughs> Eventually, the box makes it through with uh, like a half dozen still left in it by the time it gets to you. I I grab a couple and I I turn it towards uh, Tolson. Uh, the absolute best of salt marsh, really. Please. Very well. Mm. Takes a small nibble. Mm. Oh, 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 that's very delicious. Save it. Save it. <laughs> he makes his way into the other door uh, and the two guards are there and they're like if you the viewing deck if you would like to see a ship progress thank you kindly i think we would and i'll look over at the others shall we indeed uh a couple of the other crew members uh bunny goes out right away he's like oh well i'll be the last to go through um uh, and kind of walks over. And at this point, you get to this viewing deck. And right below you is this massive constructed wheel uh, and with poles sticking out of it as if, you know, somebody to push around and have it go around. And you see this massive metal steel braided cable, very technologically advanced. Uh, travel through the gates and you can see at the edges where it goes through it's just that it's a massive thick cable and it comes back through on the other side and there's another um winch over there and you see a ship that was docked in position one which i forgot to mention uh gets there is, there are uh, sailors on that, um, and they are hooking um, a massive hook to the very front of it, and then stepping off of the ship as it gets pulled by this. So you actually hear it um, from under you, this as this metal on stone construct steps out. It is huge. It is a huge iron golem. And it, and you see it across the way, much smaller, well, because it's far away. And then the one below you, and both of them at similar times, just start walking. As this cable starts to pull the ship out into the center as these massive stone golems walk in circles as this cable is pulled and the ship is pulled through and you just see the warping of this gate around it. <laughs> um, and it is almost all the way through um, and it gets to the helm on the back and then there is a massive what Andraste you immediately recognize, all of you immediately recognize, because you know this fireball that goes off inside the helm of that ship. 
and there is some screaming, some like halt, um, as, but you know, as the ship passes all the way through and sort of pieces of, of burnt and broken wood um, fall to the ground and there is a alarm that rings and sounds um, and you hear the shouts of stowaway. Uh, oh. And the ship is through, the iron golems continue to pull um, and eventually they stop. And you, you definitely see, well, you can't actually see what's going on the other side. There's this massive sound of. And that. I'm sorry. Are they trying to kill a ship with just a random stowaway? Trying to get on the same mental page with everybody? No, it's wild. It's wild magic. Sometimes things go sideways. It seemed to me wow. like an alarm. Maybe they were trying to, the crew was trying to sneak something through it, then the magic detected as it passed. Maybe. Uzo, give me, give me a wisdom check. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Come on, baby. Shit. Everything's uh, fine. In the... That's gonna. Ugh, that feels like it has to be a full reroll. Honestly, we yeah. have we have two bits total. Uh, so you have well, you have two bits. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, plus, you have one bit from the Hefner. Actually, I'll take that one. And oh, thank the you. Hefner, because he, he can copy and paste five hundred bits for the DM and five hundred bits for the players, because it just seems to to be very consistent. And we very much thank you for that. Thank you, sir. So you do have three bits available. We Tamago do. Toro contributed some bits as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. 500 sure. bits. Thank you. Well, that was 20 yeah. minutes ago. Let's see. Let's go back and see. Maybe it's, maybe it's to me. No. Nope. Don't you do us. it, Tony. It's to us. All right. You could say we're in bitsness. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's bitsness. We don't do punctuation I... anymore. <laughs> we only have four. I'm trying. I know. <laughs> All uh, right. Um, I, can I do a wisdom check, or is this just Uzo? Just Uzo. All right. Would I? I would like to roll that again, but what do you guys say? I will second a full reroll. Yeah, that's all we need. Was, Thanks, I was, Ruckus. I was going to ask. Uh, well, I guess okay. But I fuck. Full, full reroll. What is that? A well, six? Well, More it's better. Ask, buddy. <laughs> it's better. It's not an Amy. You should add. Nine. That's a nine. 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 Uh, a, you know what? A nine, I'll give it to you. <laughs> Thank you. Bryn is still on, uh, still in the tank in your in your room. Um, I grab the shoulder of one of the over security or whoever I could. Um, that, as the perception of that, what just happened, I said, um, when you ask for the crew to disembark, that did not mean animals or livestock as well, right? Oh, oh, oh do you do you have do you have animals or livestock on board? We have an aquarium on board, and there are fish inside. We would prefer them not to Hello? be murdered or, or explode. Feathery beards. 
<laughs> Feathery beards won't hurt you. As I pet Peppy. <laughs> They're permanent. <laughs> oh, I would pay him good money to see that. <laughs> Fish, you say. An octopus to be specific. An no. octopus or octopi? An octopus. Is it octopi or is it octopuses? Octopussy. Just get any livestock off the ship! You said uh, crew members. Right. Uh, if, if So this is the guard talking to you. If there is a octopus on board, you uh, will need to retrieve it. I can do that. I can do that right now. Well, and 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 my question then too is, uh, should should I leave? Because uh, I have a, I have the bag of holding. Should I go back to the ship with with Uzo, empty it out? How 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 are bags of holding handled in this particular procedure? I thought you were. Uh, we will. Um, uh, or do I empty it out here? Holding. We will actually uh, send through uh, by themselves. All right. Then I will empty the contents onto the ship and pray pray for Lyra's mercy for the day. All right. So the two of you head back. Um, you empty out the contents and you grab Bryn. There's a stack of stuff on the bed. <laughs> I got his, his bucket pail of water, but he's on my neck and face. <laughs> of course he is. All right. So go back guys... to the ship, grab some pocket herb. Make sure. I <laughs> very good, very good. Just Plants don't count as living things through the portal, I assume. Just making Remy. sure, you know. Yeah, saving what is important, I see. Yes, of course. So, so you guys. You have eaten plant stick, clearly. <laughs> Make your way back into the, uh, into the area and. <coughs> uh, uh, captain, Captain, uh, it is, this is. Um, Again, uh, Captain, I have uh, done a crew count in a size of your ship. Uh, it is 900 gold pieces worth of gems to travel through with everyone. Excellent, excellent. I think we, that's, that's a wonderful prize, actually. I think yes. we had more than we needed. Right. That right on Dross Day. We do indeed. Um, so yeah, I will give him a... Am I doing the math right? Uh, a ruby, a sapphire, an emerald, and a diamond. It's a little bit more than it's 950. Very well. Um, we will, uh, the appraiser will meet you on the uh, other side. And, and he actually turns and like sort of puts them into a nice little pouch and hands them to um, mm. another guard who then walks it into the room. So, uh, with that, I believe, taken care of, um, we can begin the process. Let's do this. All right. So, you go into the room. Uh, uh, it is a sort of a handful of people. So, all of you get to go in um, where you are presented with a 15-page uh, legalese document that is... You, you start to read over, and, and it is very specific about um, no liability incurred. You know, there's no responsibility on the Thorian government or on the Thorian Navy about anything. Um, and 
you are welcome to spend the time to read it, to just say blah blah blah. Um, I want to I want to know the specific things that they call out in there that that they're not liable for. <laughs> yes, so, so, Abomendum fifty five or something. As I'm signing it. <laughs> so, you, so yeah, um, they don't they don't say specifics. They they are very clear to say anything that may happen. Mm. And it's a short you know, contract. I mean, I mean, they obviously have death, dismemberment. Um, you know, the the three Ds. Uh, okay. Okay. Diarrhea. I mean, <laughs> those are the three Ds of contracts. Sick. <laughs> All right, signed away. All right, everybody signed. Um, very well. Good. Um. We we've got some more bits hmm. right before we go here. It is one thousand fifty bits from our very own, our very good friend Alan Chan. Hey, oh, hey! Thank you, Alan. It's been a minute. How you been? Yes, Alan, you the I'm man. I'm surprised you are watching with that brand new Xbox. Hmm. Really. Uh, he's still downloading. Sign. That's why he's still downloading. His, uh, <laughs> oh my god! Weapon. You don't turn your PlayStation on for a month, and and you got like, oh, it's eight hours. <laughs> the yeah. new Call of Duty is 180 gigs. I couldn't even keep Holy it on my cow. Yeah. Why? Because people like antiquated technology. Ray tracing oh my makes god. them comfortable. <laughs> At least it actually works. What if antiquated or not? <laughs> I've been thinking about Stadia. I've been thinking about it. Hope your Wi-Fi is 5G, 6G. Hope it's who in the, the future. Who does, who does anything reliable over Wi-Fi? I was on Wi-Fi, <laughs> and that's why I got disconnected earlier from the Zoom. Right? I, did, I did ask if you were in the Ethernet. <laughs> Stadia does rely on Wi-Fi. So, no, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, Time Lady with a wand with 500 bits. Players, thank you thank so you much, Time Lady with the Wand. Thank you, uh, thank you. Bo, you have a massive gaming machine. Um, and uh, for those of you, we are taking the last two weeks of December off from our normal gaming schedule to give everybody a break. But we might be playing Baldur's Gate or some other things just because, um, because I bought it. And well, it's fun. What's the fun of having something if you Do don't play it? I told Thomas I would buy it for the purpose of it. I would love to to put either Ruckus or whatever I think of into that game. I j just prepare for the ugliest like character. I've I've put cranked all the facial making features to like ten or eleven. Just prepare for that character to run through your cutscenes. I can't. Oh, remember. I love it when Heifer ran through the cutscene. Oh my god, it was so funny. You know, I, I do have a massive gaming machine, so I don't think I'm actually going to get a PS5. I think I'm probably just going to get a controller for my PC because I spent way too much money on this not to game on it. You're probably there. Well, aren't, aren't, aren't you guys playing Baldur's Gate on the PC anyway? Thomas and Darren? Yeah, so, I, mean, yeah I am. Theoretically, I would be. I got I to gotta test it. <laughs> and, and the closer it gets to release, the more likely it is we can cross-platform with Stadia. There's no cross-platform now because they're both in beta. That's why. Yeah. 
I would uh, love to play. Love to play. So, um, sorry, sorry to volunteer you there, Bo. <laughs> are you kidding? I'm down. Let's do it. Who would like to go through? So, uh, so once you have finished signing all of your documents, you are then pointed to another, yet another room um, with two more guards. And this one, as the door opens and, and you walk in, there is a, um, a massive iron door on the other side of this room. Um, and there are two guards inside. And in fact, there is um, two others, uh, which uh, you are quickly able to identify as clerics. I'm going straight through. I'm like, no worries here, everyone. We got this. We're the regulars. <laughs> Let's right, see so you make your way up to up to the up to the massive iron gate, and uh, the two the two guards by you are like, oh, uh, and they start running to catch up to you <laughs> because this it way? is a very heavy gate, and they're like. Uh, <laughs> Do you want to try and open it on your own and go through? No, if if it looks too heavy for me, I'm going to I'm going to stop there and look at it, hear them coming up behind me and and just be like, "Oh, oh yes." And wait there and kind of tap my foot a little. All right. So, yeah, and then they get there and they they each push and it opens up into a just a stone hallway that is 60 feet long uh up 30 feet and then open sky above it. Hmm. Rakha's queen! In the, middle, in the middle of that 60 I, feet. I grab him before the he goes shimmer. through. Okay. I detect magic on the door entryway. Uh, the door is not magic. Anything past the door. Uh, the, the, the shimmering is just it's just as soon as you get within up to the door it is just overwhelming to your senses so much so that you like you have to stop detecting magic and just yeah. kind of you're 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 you know you close your eyes and there's dots everywhere in your in your eyes yeah uzo kind of clenches his brow and pinches the bridge of his nose like this is a magical world we are about to enter into are we ready as as they say that is it possible for me to run in with my eyes closed? Yes, we are! Podcast So as you are doing that, as uh, Ruckus just starts running through. Um, Uh-oh. Give me an athletic strategy. You bet I will. Okay. That's not that bad, though. <laughs> what you thought? 28. Yeah, uh, you you just the two guards attempt to grab you and hold you back, but you just push through them like crazy and run. You running through the shimmering? I'm at the thirty. I'm at the forty. Yeah, I'm gonna just keep sprinting. <laughs> All right, so you so give me a D. So first off, you get a Nord Games Fates and Fumbles deck uh, or luck deck. Wait, he didn't uh, roll a net yeah, twenty. He rolled an eighteen. Oh. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, it wasn't that. All right, well, then you don't get that one. Oh. <laughs> uh, give me a D20 roll, please. Oh, no. Just raw D20? I mean, I'm sorry, a D100 roll. 
<laughs> oh, oh. Okay. Nice. Whipping out the B, the big boys. I don't know. They're uh, rolling on the wild magic table. Oh, yeah. No. Is it closer to one? Is that the good thing? Wow. Amazing. So, so you pushed through and you ran through before the guards could close the doors behind you. Um. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, no. One, two, three, four, five, six. So I'm going to murder him later. That's what I'm hearing. One. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> as Ruckus hits um, running through like this, out of his backside shoots Fair. five magic missiles. <laughs> All of them. Towards Andraste. Of course. What? Um, please roll me 5d4 plus 5. Me? Can I? Wait. Um, Ooh, who is Uzo, Uzo sees the projections and he pushes his hand out reflexively to stop. Counterspell. Ooh. <laughs> is that... Not shield. Shield, shield is only a, a target of self, I think. Yeah, Fair enough, so. but Counterspell will fire it right back up where it came from. <laughs> no, it'll just I'm okay fizzle with that. it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it'll Give fizzle me, it out. Uh, oh, my. Counterspell. Wait, there's no creature to roll against it. <laughs> no, uh, but this, I mean, uh, I mean, well, you're going to have to roll for one because it's a fifth level spell. Okay. So, with, Ooh, actually, with with five with five bolts, it's a fifth level spell. It should be a third uh, level. Okay, so it is six bolts and seven seven bolts. Okay, so seven it bolts. What, Great. What level are you casting at? I'm casting at fifth level. If the creature is casting a spell of third level or lower, the spell fails and has no effect. I All think right, it's a fifth level spell. Well, <sighs> wait a minute. With with counter spell, isn't it at the level that you cast it at? Hold on. It must be. So yeah, okay. So I pulled a fifth level. The DC ass. equals tenth level. Ten yeah. plus at, the spell's level. At, 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 at higher levels, when you cast a spell using a spell slot of fourth level or higher, the interrupted spell has no effect if its level is less than or equal to the spell of the spell, the level of the spell slot you use. So if it's a fifth, uh, read the appendix. Yep. So, um, but the counter spell, you you do hear shouts of no uh, as um, Uzo. Because you are casting magic that close to the to the shimmering, please roll Mio D one hundred. All right, so this is the sequence of events. Thanks, Ruckus. Uh, slow motion. And <laughs> the fireball no. goes off. Right. And they kill us back, all. And Uzo, like already on edge from this magic place, throws out to protect and rolls a sixteen. A sixteen. But it does fizzle the missiles, right? Do they have the All doors right. closed by that time? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so no, um, nothing appears to happen. Uh, All right. So uh, Ruckus is through the other side. Um, Ruckus, you kind of come through the other side, and you see in front of you um, two uh, iron doors, uh, and they start to open. I. I ask ah. on the backside, I ask the guards, what just happened? 
the gate tried to attack us. Uh, you cast you cast a spell next, like at the gate. Don't do that. No, I. No, no. What 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 happened when what, our friend, what when our friend went running through? What was coming at her? Uh, the the effects. Did you not read page fourteen of the? Just just summarize. Aha! Uh, yeah. I knew it was not my stupidity, but your stupidity. We can't hear you, Rocky. Shut up. <laughs> if you think for one second that Andraste isn't going to gib slap you as soon as she gets close enough, you are a fool. I'm hoping. <laughs> we do not know what happens. Every time a creature passes through, something happens. It is random and, and very strange and sometimes beneficial and sometimes deadly. So then is it better to wait to pass through the shimmering until the doors are closed? Is that the procedure? Yes, it is It is a one one person through at a time. Got it. Type of process. I also cast magic while the door was open. There yes, was no uh, effect. When you, when you cast magic within a certain uh, range, of it, it, it also creates a wild surge. Wonderful. But nothing, but, but nothing happened. When he did that, did anything happen? Is everyone Something. accounted for? I'm alive, I think. Shut up. Sorry, what did Not you say? Not for long. <laughs> ah. uh, re- real quick question, though. Um, when. Nope, I forgot. Never mind. Let's go. What, what, what... Uh, get, get back inside. It's really good plastic. <laughs> Am I cut off? So on the other side, the doors are open and people are like pushing you in and, and like trying to get the door shut as fast as they can. It, it, it's in an so, identical chamber on the other side. Do they have like provisions on the other side, by the way, for us to get? We've been on hard tack for a couple of weeks now and need something else. Uh, it, um, hmm. uh, you were you were just three days from Port Doria. Excellent. So, so no fresh food is what you're saying. So three more days of hard tack and then, and then we'll be at a, at a port town. Good to know. We've got some citrus available for purchase. Wonderful. All right, so they're, they're pushing us into this, this chamber and closing the door behind us and then we go through one at a time. Is that what I'm hearing? Correct. That is, okay. the, that is the plan. Leroy Jenkins doesn't like that plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, Leroy Jenkins has already gone the other side. So whoever goes up next, they 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 again re- say one at a time. Please go through, um, make your way. I'm definitely next. You All can right. run if you wish, or you can just walk through as well. Uh, so as he walks forward towards the gate, Uzo kind of steps in front of Andraste a little bit. Go ahead, Remy. Thank Excellent. you. Excellent. I go and forward. The doors close, leaving Remy on the other side, and you two in the chamber beyond. Still tentative. Anything happen? No, I haven't seen anything yet. I'm sitting there and I'm like, (laughs) here we go. (laughs) Run, 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 run. You know, little tiny little feet, legs. All right. Uh, Are you going to boots to speed it? No, no, I will click the heels, but I I will. You know what? I will click the heels. Boom. Click the heels. Take off. <laughs> super at super speed, you run through it. Give me a D one hundred roll, please. Oh jeez. You activated your magic boots, man? No, yeah. uh, no, I mean they said that it, that anytime anyone passes through, it's a wild magic surge. 
Uh, the doors just happened to be open, so it, 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 would, have, it would have hit us. It's an 82. 82. Oh, I am. Your clothes burst off you in a... In a um, so you, uh, as you are running through, you immediately sense that you have the ability to take another action if you wanted to. I double my <laughs> movement. It's <All right. laughs> like, it's only 60 feet. You're just like, you're at the doors just waiting for them to open it. <laughs> Eventually they open up, kind of push you back, you step back as they open and then go in and Ruckus is on the inside. I feel cheated. That wasn't wild at all. I, I was anticipating the the scene from the boys where you just like run through another human being and they explode. You're just going so fast. <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Uzo, you next to me. Love that you said that. What do you think would be most prudent? Um, I'll 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 go last. You go on ahead. If if if, if something happens, there's there's the two clerics and there's me. And I and I have diamonds with me, just in case. Good call. Okay. And Uzo All walks right. through, closes the door. Deep breath. And he he's the only one who doesn't run through. He just kind of walks. Are you carrying Bryn with you? I am carrying Bryn with me. All right. Roll me a D100 twice. Yeah. Mm. Oh, man. 97. One. Oh no! Oh. One of those Not is necessarily a, a bad thing. Call of Cthulhu, and one of those is a crit success. I'll let you so, get dude. So you you pass through, and this ethereal, beautiful music plays around you. Wait. I've also got my arachnid friend and Baga. <sighs> Two so, more. Uh, Arachnid, um, no. Okay. Uh, Bagai, yes. Does Winthorp count for this? 46. Uh, 46. Dude, um, like, so, high, low, and middle. It's perfect. So as as you were there, suddenly you, you feel Bagai kind of squirming in your robes and then suddenly just start floating upwards away from you. I grab him back down. I grab him. Grab him. He like wraps, wraps his tail yeah. around your arm. Is is a little bit too tight, but I ask him not too tight. Is he it, are you doing that? Is that unintentional? And then and then you just see him kind of like I can I can float. <laughs> Stay close to me. Yes, it's fun, but we are not here to practice flying. I can fly, I can fly, I can fly. <laughs> Did you, what, what was your other role? A one? A one. But the arachnid? It only counts if it's on a, D1, on a D20, not a D100. Um, Do not go for those cards, sir. The D1 was... Uh, shit. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It'd be... Wow. Wait. Mm. Okay, ah. it's not going to work because Bryn is green as well. All right, so um, you pass through, and the door the doors open, and you make your way into the other side, into the room. The, this ethereal music is still playing around you. Is 
that is anybody else on the other side of the room everyone um, else so, is still there so actually before you get sorry my bad before you get to the doors um i was going to ask about the music but yeah uh, the music plays you get 30 feet right to the doors before they open roll me a d100 please oh, shit again roll 20 hates me yeah 36 36 um hold on the things you have to google (laughs) incognito That way Google can't pinpoint what you love. Nails. I need I need to specify a female. Bryn is female. Bryn is male. The arachnid is female. You heathen. I don't know. Okay, uh, roll me a D ten, please. Oh shit. Of course. That maxes. Uh, wh- I'm sorry. Uh, uh, what is it? He rolled a ten. 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 God damn. You, you see, Bryn age rapidly, and just in a in a in a matter of six seconds, go from in your hand to just this weathered husk. Of a dead octopus. Oh no! It aged ten years, and they do not have a lifespan of that long. So Uzo walks through the gate, holding Bryn in his hand, and he looks up through the other side. To whoever's there. What would do this to him? I am so sorry, Uzo. We have suffered our first loss on this journey. Where's Donovan Johnson? Where is he? No, no. It did not look like it had. Yeah, Uzo just kind of speechless looking down at Bryn as Baga and the Arachnid also take a watch. Is Baga still enchanted with the floating ability? Uh, yeah, for another, for a minute from when it happened. It's levitate. So you see Baga like, like kind of figure out that he can like go up and down as he wants so yeah he's now floating independently of me but he's also encircling my hand and my arm and uh sort of nests around Bryn I am sorry my friend you gave him a better life than I think he would have seen elsewhere Yes, the magic in this gate is unpredictable. And Droste should be coming through shortly. We should make sure she is all right. 
I will see to my friend. Um, and Uzo, is there an opening to an outdoor or anywhere? Uh, yeah, there is another door on the other side that you can go then. And there's another, uh, this seating area is not as less benches and is more of a waiting area. Mm. Or um, uh, it's a little bit more comfortable where you can wait for the crew to come through. Uh, he starts to as he waits he starts to tear off a lower part of his cloth around the knee and he wraps up Bryn nice and tightly in it and just kind of cradles it alright Andraste all right. Um, once I get the go-ahead to, to go on through, I'll just square my shoulders, touch my holy symbol, whisper a, a prayer, and then walk through very deliberately. Okay. And before you did leave, you did see that your that room is filling up with the rest of the crew. Yeah. So we saw... D100. D- All right. That is a 23. You, as you pass through from one side to the other, you emerge and you're, at first you don't notice anything different, but you kind of put your hands down and you see that it is a vibrant blue color um, all up your hands and you kind of like do a quick look of your sleeve and it is Everywhere there is skin. It is this vibrant blue. Why couldn't it have been green? I prefer green. <laughs> no, whatever. So um, you make your way through. to the door. The doors open up, and in, there is a blue person, which takes you a moment to suddenly recognize that it is Andraste. I say, look out, drow. <laughs> Oh, wait. It is a vibrant, like, sapphire blue. Drow, drow have darker skin than that. I thought, I, thought, I, thought you, I thought you knew that by now. Hello. I'm drawing say. That's... Is that permanent? Uh, and you see... Um, sorry, go ahead. I haven't the faintest idea, but I'm going to look around for the I was promised clerics, because I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, so yes, so there is um, there is two clerics. So similar to the other side on here, there are the two guards and the two clerics. And ha ah right. Uh, and and one of the clerics did come up to you, Uzo, um, and and attempted to cast a spell on Bryn, but it it didn't take. It was it progressed the natural cycle mm. more than a magical thing that could be healed. So, yeah. they, 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 so they did attempt to, um, to rescue Bryn. So in that he walks over, I see what he's doing. I offer him Bryn to help. And he kind of, I guess, gives me a solemn nod and a Uzo yeah. nods and appreciation and thanking him. Um, and takes another deep breath as this is finite, finite, but he just 
Yeah. He's, he makes sure everyone's accounted for. Um, yeah, he wasn't. Uzo's, Uzo's look is solemn as if he was preparing to lose people, but this was a, a shock and out of left field. So it's still kind of trying to find his stoicism, but at the same time, um, clenching his jaw. So the, um, the, as, as one of them is over by you, the other cleric, uh, um, um, I don't know what to address you as, um, I'm, I'm Andraste. You can call me Andraste. Uh, uh, Andraste. Um, you have been turned to blue. Very observant. <laughs> would Hang you on. like to remain blue? I would really prefer to go back to my own skin tone. Very well. uh, and he reaches it out and touches uh, your skin and chants a few words and the curse is removed. Thank you very much. Great. I thought we were going to have to go back in there a number of times until you turned back. No. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a random effect. It may or may not have actually worked. Where's Uso? Uh, so I guess he would be outside of the room that you guys are in. Oh, also, hold on a moment. I'm going I'm to walk over, over to, to Ruckus and just slap him upside the back of the head. Ah! <laughs> what? What did I do? Really, you have to ask, really. Just any reason she's hitting you in the back of the head, you know you deserve it. I made it through safe. It's not my fault we had some casualties. Uh, very sorry for your for All right. regular loss. Two things. Um, first off, I, I don't know what exactly you're talking about. Second off, you, you, your passage through shot magic missile back at us, and because the door wasn't shut, it almost hit me. Rather a lot of magic missiles. It would have hurt. And I'm very grateful that Uzo was there with a counter spell. Uh, That's Andraste. why you got slapped. Andraste. Of course. Bryn, Bryn has died as a result. What? Uh, Uzo's octopus, Bryn, has died. What, what happened? It, I don't know. It, it, the clerics, I think, said that they tried to heal it. Um, but it, it, it died. So. Um, oh my God. I'll I'll go check on him. Did the other pets die too? That's a good question. Is I oh know, is, I um. Is Winthorpe all right? That's a good question. Not Winthorpe. Um, just all of Uzo's pets. He had well, that, that too. But, 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 but I can I can ask Remy about Winthorpe because he's standing right here. Winthorpe. I do not give a shit about Winthorpe. I feel like Winthorpe is fine eternally. But what about? Okay, Winthorpe? I I, <laughs> I dismiss uh, Winthorpe and resummon on this side of it. And which <laughs> without an issue. Uh, we do have 500 bits from Reoccurring Dream. Thank you so much. 17 minutes ago. And that is to help uh, to continue the ruckus shenanigans. Yes! Don't encourage him. <laughs> I, mean, was, I thought it was for that other thing. I mean, she, 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 she just likes seeing ruckus get, 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 uh, get gibbed slapped now and again. Just... Do encourage me. I'm like the hit of cocaine to this. 
<laughs> yeah, there's that. All right. Um, I'll I'll go I'll go check on Uzo. Uh, the rest of the crew members were filing in behind me, so they should be here. I will yeah. wait for them to the last right. man. Of course. Uh, outside, I guess Uzo is now uh, kind of kneeled on just grabbing some gravel and some rocks, some heavy substances to put into the cloth as well. But the cloth is wrapped. But you see uh, the arachnid sort of crawling around. But you see Baga, I guess, with an aura just sort of floating around his space. Like so he can levitate up and down, but he can't move side to side. He can't propel himself. Uh, yeah. So you, so, kind of, so you just kind of like tap him wherever you want him to go. <laughs> like guide him like a floaty balloon. There we go. Um, I'll I'll take stock of of the two that I can see, and then come over and stand next to Uzo and just gently put a hand on his shoulder. I don't know what happened. Good to see you. Come through in one piece. Not all of us were so lucky. They 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 told me. Do you know what happened? He looked like he aged right in front of my eyes. Um. In an instant. He went from vibrant to decaying. I'm so sorry, Uzo. He was very useful and very much good company. All he wanted to do was be attached to us. I'm happy we could give him a life that was not on a dinner plate. Now he will hopefully rest easy and watch over us during our journey to the other world. He lived a full life and had experiences and then saw sights that he would have never seen otherwise. Been to places that most most octopi would not have gone, not of his size. That is something we shared. We have seen more of the world than we actually expected. Enjoy the journey, my friend. And Uzo casts a light fly to him to kind of drift him into the water and sink him down. Just kind of guides him into the water. Now I'll murmur a prayer for the dead in Elvish as as we watch it go. All right. And Uzo just kind of anecdotally... Uh, turns and says I did not see that coming I thought we would be burying Ruckus first yeah well we are having fun but this is a somber reminder of the stakes of our journey and they're very high but I think we needed Bryn to remind us of that. Very possibly. Now squeeze and squeeze his shoulder again. Thank you, Andraste. Now let's go collect the others. Yes. We have much to do yet. Three days journey. So, uh, so Clint comes through into the big chamber um, and then a moment passes and then you hear We've got a live one. As you hear a faint, I mean, the the faintest of like 
sound on these massive iron doors. As on the other, on the other side, Kipling has also rolled a two, and he's now dealing with some things. What the hell? I was like, why is he, you You made a very specific point to identify each member of the crew as we left. I'm assuming you rolled for each of them. I am rolling now. Uh, <laughs> and most of, most of these are, are turning out okay. So it's it's basically, on, so this is what happened to Brain is on a, on a one, you, for, for the next minute, you roll at the beginning of every one of your turns. So they are holding these doors shut right now as Kipling is rolling 10 times on this oh. on this chart. And so far, things have been pretty good. Well, that's interesting. That's a 99. <laughs> All right. I know this is kind of boring. Yeah. Okay. He's going to come out with like a 60 foot lich guy. <laughs> it's exhilarating. Place your bets, Twitch. Uh, chat. <laughs> and, okay. Uh, let me look at what this does. Okay. So, uh, so the, the, the doors open up and Kipling kind of stumbles through Um you, you, uh, is Remy, you're there waiting for him. Mm -hmm. uh, and he looks right at you with his eyes and two eyes in his forehead also looking right at you. And, and, uh, uh easy, easy now, Kipling. You all right? Uh, where am I? You're here on from the other side. Do, do you not remember? Uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, do, do you I, know I who I am? To, I need to sit down, Captain. Good, as he good. as he meanders sort of into the other room and comes into the room, and you see Kipling with four eyes. Uh, and he sits down. I'm following him. Yeah, and he sits down and puts his hand, his head in his hands for a little bit. It's like, ah! As he, like, pokes himself. I try and get the attention eye. of the clerics. Uzo, at this point, also is kind of going around to the other crew to just, like, very, like, what's your name? What date is it? Like, that kind of stuff. Like, is there, are you okay? Sort of thing. Clint's the only one through so far. I was going to say, have um, they all made it through? No. So it, Clint Kipling was second. Um, I, I'll, I'll start rolling this out loud so we can have some fun. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, hopefully I don't need to roll 10 for each one of these people. Uh, eventually, uh, the eyes go, go away and, and Kipling returns to normal. Out of all of those rolls, you know, he got uh, an eye in his forehead that gave him uh, advantage on wisdom checks, wisdom perception checks, and then I rolled the same one, so he got a second eye. <laughs> um, and then he got, and then he got cast confusion, 
on on him, which is like you move in different directions. But I thought it was better where he's just like, I don't know what's going on. Um, but most of the other ones were pretty benign, which was okay. So Alex coming through with a twenty. Actually, maybe I'll have you guys roll because then I then it's easier to look up. So with a twenty, uh, he casts grease on himself. He falls on his ass. He's embarrassed, but eventually makes his way through. Um, everything is halted for a minute for the grease to go away. Um, the process. Can somebody give me a D one hundred roll for Jensen? Bo got a forty-five. That's. Not bad. That's what Baga got. 46. Oh. Is that? Oh, close here. Yeah. 45. Uh, you cast Levitate on yourself. So Jensen, um, Jensen, a little bit um, more intelligent than current Baga, uh, <laughs> is able to control his levitation and sort of like float sort of across the way. Um, Next up is Barry Two. Can somebody give me a D100? All right, I got it. You got it. 64. Mm -hmm. 64. Fog cloud centered on yourself. It's an hour. Oh, it's concentration though. Um, so yeah, so this uh, this hundred there, this twenty foot fog cloud comes out from the side of it, uh, and gents, uh, Barry Two kind of comes in. And he like tries to dismiss the spell, and it does. Oh. Yeah, a bard a bard would know about concentration spells. Exactly. Just giving him a high five as he goes back. Barry two, well done. <laughs> Wait, we might need you to do that for the others who come through. Uh, and then, uh, oh, I that was what? Yeah, that was my spell, I guess. Uh, huh, that's weird. Uh, Donovan Johnson coming through. Can I get a D one hundred roll? I'll I'll get this one. Thirty. Necromancer coming through. Oh good. Uh, teleport to us to teleport up to sixty feet to an unoccupied space of your choice that you can see. He actually uh, just teleports right to in front of the doors and waits for them to open. <laughs> That's wonderful. And they open. And he is through without issue. Next up is uh, next up is Stefan. All right, Rekha, <laughs> like, your turn. Oh yeah, I'm grabbing. Ooh. I'm grabbing Stefan or Kale. Uh, <laughs> boom! Nice. Eighty-five. Eighty-five is mirror image. Oh, that's what it was too. There was two. Um, there were two Kiplings, each with four eyes. <laughs> and they were both confused, like looking at each other like John Travolta. It's amazing. Uh, uh, anyway, so yeah, so two um, Stefans walk in, kind of walk past you. Um, both of them walk into the other room, and eventually it disappears, and only one is remaining. All right, uh, we only have a couple left here. We have Jameson, yeah, Francis, 
Oh my god, we've got a huge crew here. Okay, so give me Jameson and Francis. I got I got Jameson. I'll get Francis. 71. 71? Then a 42. For, for Francis. 71 for Nothing Francis. Nothing seems to happen to Francis. Um, oof. Uh-oh. Wait, who went first? Sorry, my bad. Uh, I had Francis. And you rolled oh, Jameson. I, I, I rolled seventy-one. James, uh, you you see nothing happening um, for. Oh, uh, actually, I don't think this is very long. Uh, yeah, uh, you you have no idea what happened, uh, and, but eventually uh, Francis walks in. Jameson walks in. It's kind of weird. Just as he walks past, like a leaf just falls to the ground. <laughs> Uh, he, good. he had turned into a potted plant until the start of his next turn. <laughs> this is like the Hitchhiker's Guide randomizer button. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, we have, uh, we've got... We've Improbability got Brandon, engine, yeah. Brandon, Akel, and Bunny to go. Good Lord. You had a big crew. Yeah, we did. Well, do, I hope. We had a big crew. <laughs> All right, here's for Brandon. 37. Brandon with a 37. One D6 flumps. Controlled by the DM appear. So, yeah, so these like floating, uh, like weird floating tendril creatures. There's six of them, like, kind of like moving around. Uh, and they come in, and it's just like all of them kind of move, just following. Following Brandon, Brandon, he's like, bro? Yeah, bro? You, bro? You all right there? Huh. Uh, and by the Eric, time- Eric, how do we get rid of those? The old-fashioned way? The old-fashioned way. Wait a minute. <laughs> and a minute later, the flumps <laughs> Got it. disappear. That's I like the wild magic. We, we have two left, yeah? Yeah. Bunny and Akel. All right, I'll roll for Bunny. Come on, baby. You bastard. Well, me. And do I need to get Akel? Bunny, give me a D10 roll, please, Warren. This has worked out well. Mm. Two. Two. Okay. He's a bugbear. Uh oh. Uh, well, I mean, he uh, I, he should have a normal sort of lifespan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, he, you see just a little bit of gray fur kind of start as he ages two years older. Wow. Okay, uh, I got Akel then. All right. 86. 86. Mirror image again. So two acles come through. Cool. Right. <laughs> Is mirror image four total? 85, 86 was mirror image. The mirror image creates three clones, basically. Illusionary oh, okay. clones. You would think that wouldn't be called mirror image. Right? right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay, yeah. So three of them came through. So there were three Kiplings with four eyes each. Boy, that that would be along the lines of, of of like the biblical angels where the first thing they have to say is be not afraid because they show up and they're just terrifying. 
<laughs> so right, seeing so. the bunny walk through and Uzo noticing a few more gray hairs on his big frame and he just kind of solemnly nods and pats him on happy to see you as he walks past the others thank you Uzo uh, all right so with everybody out and through in the lounge area returned mostly to normal um, Uzo you heal five hit points at the start of every one of your turns hmm. that is you were already healed um, we are going to go ahead and take a quick bio break and be back to head off into the next part so here we go i can pee in two minutes <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Chaos Agents. That was a wild magic surge that we just <laughs> had a lot of. I, uh, As I was kind of trying to come up with this encounter, um, you know, when you're, so when you're a wild mage sorcerer, I think when you cast a spell, you roll a d20. If you roll a one, something goes off. So I was like, oh, well, 5%. Okay. Well, 5%, something happens. And then as I'm like planning and going on, I'm like 10%. Oh, let's just make this quick. 20% something goes on. And then honestly, it was like right before we started, I'm like, nope. It, every time somebody goes through that thing, wild magic surge. Who and would pick that are. as a character? Like what? True, that is true chaos. I, yeah. I stay away from the wild magic sorcerer, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, who would if pick it? Steady. There were only two options in the player's hand. Mm -hmm. the, the Draconic Bloodline and the Wild Magic Sorcerer. Everyone was Draconic Bloodline Sorcerers. <laughs> For very obvious reasons. <laughs> Not, I, didn't, I didn't want to be a Draconic Bloodline Sorcerer. So really? I was wild. And nice. uh, full disclosure, my DM rolled the D100s and I hated it. I'm like, I, That's half the fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the player agency, or at least the option to see what is going to happen. Yeah, so it was. I bet of... the book even says that you roll the d100. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm. I'm not a fan of DMs who roll the dice for you. So, so I'll use passive perceptions. You know, instead of like rolling it behind the table. I mean, I think yeah. that's why they're there. Or I'll ask you, you guys, to roll it. Yeah, that's one of the only things that I don't like about uh, even fell is that sometimes uh, their their DM Kenneth will roll and be like, "What's your what's your uh, uh, perception modifier?" And I'm just like, "Just let them do it, man." <laughs> yeah. Now, actually, yeah, I feel like a wild magic sorcerer in this group. This 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 story arc would have ended at episode thirty. Probably. Yeah, and honestly, need... that like I I I have plans for uh, the next campaign and I briefly considered being a wild magic sorcerer just for the chaos factor. It's tempting. You know? okay. It's a nice palate cleanser after this thoughtfully planned sort of walkthrough. Yeah. 
But what's the name of this team? Chaos Agents? Uh, I'm starting <laughs> to feel like this is the direction I just should go just to piss you all off. I, I've, I've, I've already heard Rob, your plan for a character, and you are not allowed to drop that, sir. It's perfect. I, I can make it work. I'm very flexible. <laughs> Talk to so, me later. So. There's, there's, there's actually a, a character that I've played with who I think you might like. <laughs> okay. <sighs> So you make it, you make your way um, back down along the other side, and you see the front of your ship that um, is it the the fox head come through uh, the shimmering as it and your ship comes through. No explosions um, happen inside as nobody was on board. No creatures were on board. And your ship is eventually pulled over um, to another dock on this side. Uh, there is a, a moment where you are still inside uh, in Adrastus and you did pay the, the gems where a, a small gem is brought back out to you um, as your change. Uh, it is a, uh, it is a emerald worth 50 gold pieces. All right. I will add that. Thank you. And 50? 50. You are free to go. Um, so on this side, again, you see, you see on the other side, there are uh, a number of ships. There are five ships that are sort of lined up. Uh, and there is a lot more activity going on that, on that other side and as soon as your ship is brought here that big hook on the front is removed um and it is um and you actually see it it kind of it floats over and sort of makes its way towards the other side so there is some sort of magic involved in that as well um, you are free to get on your ship and gtfo yes absolutely that's GTFO. You can see the five-star hotel, get some robes, kick your feet up, throw a TV out a window. Let's get on our vessel and get away from this wild magic. Agreed. Let us put this gate behind us. All right. So you make your way off. Um, it is another three-day journey. Um, you, uh, It's not... Um, Uh, I'm going to say no, because the haze would be too much. Okay, so you do you do head off. Uh, you do see um, off in the distance, there is definitely storms brewing as winter is hitting this land as well. I, uh, the, should we steer clear of any of the storms on the horizon, seeing as how the last one brought us a nasty creature or are these just seasonal storms on the sea is there anything magical or nefarious about this captain i know nothing of this land uh, we we will find out as we go um so one of the things well uh, one thing that you 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 were so uh in the moment of that wild magic is that you, as you step out 
onto your ship. It, it is quite a bit colder on this side of the gate. Um, the, the latitude um, is definitely different. Between you feel two. that, Uzo? Yes. It's getting chilly. You know what that means? What? I get to wear my new hat. <laughs> All right. So, uh, unless you want to do anything, we can we can fast forward to heading into the port. Just just make sure that that all of my appropriate uh, cold weather gear is on. Uh, the tentacle yeah. is still there, and mm-hmm. every, yeah, just checking provisions, making sure that the men aboard are prepared for anything. One thing that that I did want to do, if they had any information about that on the other side, is get a, a star chart from from them so that I can start learning the stars on this side of the of the gate for navigation purposes. Um so you are definitely um you are definitely given the location of a shop mm-hmm. um, in Port Soria that sells maps and um other items it, it mostly navigation nautical type of, of wares. Yeah, but we have to get there first. Uh oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh you do get you <laughs> okay. It's kind of, it's kind of like there's a map. So you so are given a give you you're giving, you are given a map, you know, Just it's there that way. <laughs> shops sort of all over it. Um it's you know, it is not to scale, but it kind of is like go here. Okay, as as long as long as I'm able to get us to Port Thoria with the information that I have, we're good. Yeah. It's definitely like when you go to a hotel and get one of those, like they rip it out of the book and just here you go. Yeah. <laughs> you got a coupon for I on the ship on the ride while that's happening, I ask them to amend the ledger of our fat battle with the Kraken and inflate Brin's contribution to the battle his he early detected his his octopus senses were heightened and gave us the edge up we needed to what you know i embellish a lot of course (laughs) yeah so yeah so so over the next couple of days uh, that change is made and actually uh alex brings it back to you and and would you like to read this? Yeah, I read it. All right, uh, you read it, um, and the the so the tale is slightly exaggerated, but every time there's a mention of brain, you're just like, this is so fake. Like it is. I'm like, this is, and it it's actually sort of like maybe does a disservice to what Bryn actually meant. Yes. And uh, so I read that, I pick up on that, and I said, it doesn't make it. You know what? Apologies, Alec. Get rid of this and just dedicate the entire story to our friend. Let's honor his memory that way. And that is, yeah, it's a good idea. Yep. So yeah. So, goes and makes those changes. All right. So uh, after 
three days at sea in the cold weather. Um, stormy seas, but no, you know, thunderstorms or anything like that. It's just, it's, it's windy, it's cold. Um, you land, land home, land comes into view. Uh, as you make your way. Well, I want to have that like me up by the fox's head up there, kind of knee up, looking out like that, furs covered, hat with, you know, fur and everything like that, screaming out land ho and stuff like that. Phoenix head. <laughs> it's the fox head. No, it's a fox head. Are you serious? No. Yeah. Are you me? We've talked about it. was 3D printed. It's a phoenix at the tip of the ship. No, it's a fox head. We painted the phoenix on the side of the ship, and the and the and the, the figurehead mm-hmm. is the is a fox. Oh my god! It's the truth. Because you- because we're, because we love sending conflicting messages. I remember <laughs> the conflicting message. The designer yeah. of the ship was was like, "You're gonna call it that? I made you this fox head." That's right. I had Chris Hunt make this fox head for you, and then and then we put it on there because we wanted it. Oh my god! Check the tape. I could have sworn I remember saying. I am not going that far back. (laughs) At the tip of the ship, Hefner. I'll do whatever the fuck you want. Just find that clip. I swear (laughs) to God, I said it, and no one corrected me then. Do you understand that we are on episode ninety? Exactly. Yeah, that's the that makes it more uh, surprising <laughs> to find it. Just outsource that to Hef for some reason. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Hef has, has nothing else to do in his life. Clearly, I'm sure he's busy. But if he wants to take it up, I've get thrown it his way. <laughs> so, so here's the deal. I am not going to deny that Aaron might have said there is a phoenix head on the front of the ship. I I, I won't deny that that's certainly possible. I didn't say I created that. I said I. I could have sworn I heard that. I would bet my life, Ruckus's life, fourth oh, life on don't. this. I, that. <laughs> I remember pretty specifically, it was a fox. We asked for the fox. They delivered the fox, and then we named it the Irregular Phoenix after that. And they, and they were annoyed, but also amused. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe that's it. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Check the tape still. You check the tape. <laughs> no, I have. <laughs> Well, at, at least we know that it'll be after we finish the forest arc. So it's only half of the episodes to go through. <laughs> uh, the, the, there's no need, there's no need to look. There's no need to look. So um, you, you get, as this land comes more, uh, more and more into view, um, this, uh, you see hills um, to the south as you go, a fairly large hill um, on the southern side of this port as you are coming in. On the, to the north, um, pretty much the, the entire area north of this port is mountainous. Um, you see steep cliffs um, off that way going back. You see higher mountains behind mountains behind mountains. The port comes into view um, and on that hill to the left, as you come in, uh, there are steps, uh, steeps, if you will, uh, and aligned with some sort of vegetation. Um, from here, it's hard to tell. Uh, if you were to get closer, you would see that they are vineyards um, up and down the steps of the left side at the top. Um, it's, you can't see the armaments, but you definitely see uh, massive um, circular 
towers, uh, more wide than they are tall up there. Um, sticking out of one, you do see ballista. Like there are, and from, from the vantage point that you are coming in, those ballista are not four ships. Uh, on the uh, sloping hills to the right as you come in, uh, the city builds up over those on the right. And at the top, another one of those stout stone towers with armaments on top. The ballista, come, the impression I get is that the ballista would demolish a ship easily. Um, the impression that you get is that the ballista are for something flying. Uh, hmm. Okay. What is that? Um, and you come in and this, uh, as you enter through the harbor, kind of coming around that uh, the hill on the left, it opens up before you and it is as magnificent as Waterdeep. Um, there are no giant hundred foot statues that you can see, uh, but there is very well constructed buildings. Like just kind of coming in, even from where you are, you see, you know, along the side of that hill, white stone constructed buildings that are uh, beautiful as they do, as they look, um, I mean, not really fortif fortified, but I mean, these are stone buildings that nobles have all along those hillsides. And you come in, um, as you get and pull into the docks, this is not this is not Waterdeep's docks. This is definitely not Baldur's Gate docks. Um, everything here seems to be very orderly and clean and uh, upkept and maintained. And you, and so all along the side in front of you, it slopes up from this, um, there's a beach area there and then the docks and then sort of a deep water part where the the hill curves around and in and it extends. This is a metropolis even bigger than Waterdeep on this side. And you float in and make contact with, um, with a pier. And there are Again, a number of individuals coming out to meet you um, dressed in that similar maroon um, uniform. And that's where we're going to end tonight. Early end. I guess. Early morning. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I guess when you go through the port, you don't want to make that journey again. So you settle here mm. by the thousands. Azusa looks at the city, massive city. This is a whole new world. We don't know if they came from, from you know, uh, Faerun. Faerun. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people were born here, created here, even by their. Well, I wonder which gods they worship. I. What? It seems a fit fanciful. There, there are other worlds than these. The planes of existence, even. Worry not. We'll ask and find out next week. 
<laughs> I'll make sure to stay next tuned. week on Chaos Agents. <laughs> a whole new world. <laughs> We're gonna do a musical episode. I mean, we've been talking about that on the uh, Dragon of Icefire Peak. We do have a musical villain somewhere. Do you want to make a demon? <laughs> <laughs> the cold never bothered me anyway. Uh, because you have a ring of warmth, right? One of you does. <laughs> 525,600 minutes is how long it took us to get to Saltmarsh. Accurate. Ruckus tin. <laughs> I think it's time. Cowbell. I think it's actually time for a shopping episode, guys. Musical shopping episode. Yes, let's doing. do this. Ninety-nine lost balloons. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> good one. We just shop for balloons. So, uh, and Remy, there goes our audience. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> our most riveting episode. <laughs> Uh, so there, there's, uh, there's, there's a lot to explore here, um, but you guys are sort of on a mission. Uh, you know uh, where your contact is, uh, and, but and aren't we also meeting someone to sell the goods that Clint uh, obtained for us in the in the hold? I thought there was mm-hmm. a contact we were to meet here. Medusa at the well. There's there's Medusa at the cathedral. At the cathedral. But... Yeah, but the, I thought they gave us a specific person to deliver this ale to. I did not if keep track were... of your business dealings. I'm sorry, Remy. Yeah, if you can look that up from last episode, I would. Uh... <laughs> Why are we outsourcing everything to half? We love you, half. Please don't leave. Half is our real life. Love you. He's our real life, Clint. He is. <laughs> Ooh. So, who's our real life Squeal the Bard other than Squeal the Bard? Uh, I mean, squeal. it's Squeal the Bard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It can only be Squeal the Bard. Uh, and, and, Amy, and Amy's clearly Rachel, the one who actually makes things work. <laughs> Thomas is all the Daves. <laughs> um, uh, I just had a thought and I forgot it. Let's. I'm getting old, those of you. You walk through and you age ten years. Yeah. Um, so, so if if you roll odd, you age younger. So I was I was ready to be like, oh, Bryn turns into this tiny little like you know, squid ceviche size <laughs> octopus. I think that's a good send off because we will not be taking him on our adventures. Poor thing. Wow, that was. That was not what I expected, other mm-hmm. than some hilarity. <laughs> I mean, it, we, we started strong with, with a magic missile being cast at fifth freaking level. I, I was a f- really wanted the fireball to get cast on me yeah. so that I could take no damage against it. That would have been awesome. <laughs> 5d4? <laughs> what was it? No, no, it was like 7d4. Yeah. I don't know. This is, I was uh, like, should this, would this kill her? I don't think it'd kill her. I mean, uh, not probably gonna, not. <laughs> not going to play with it. <laughs> I have, I have like, what do I have? 78 hit points. Even if it maxed. Mm-mm. Yeah. Even if it maxed, it'd be like a quarter of my health 
I'd be f- I, or a third of my health. I'd be fine. I would just be very pissed. Yeah. I was already pissed off. That, that that would have been along the lines of pin ruckus to the floor and punch him until he stops moving. I'm okay with it. I can live. <laughs> I'll live. <laughs> Big sister thing. Usually you got to pay someone for that kind of action. <laughs> People go to therapy for years for that kind of breakthrough. His 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 payment was was shooting magic missiles at me. That is sufficient payment. Not even instinctually. Like it just came out of my fucking ass. I just pulled out. Of- <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, I hear I hear some people have early mornings tomorrow. Yes, Good to know magic missile doesn't scale well. <laughs> it really doesn't. I don't think early it levels, it's like amazing. It's like OP so it's, almost. Well, it was, actually, well, I mean, it's actually, because magic missile is a first level spell where you get three. And yep. then you get, okay, so, so if it's three, I don't know how to do this. And then you go up to level five. That's four, two, three, four, five. That's seven. seven. Seventy-four plus seven. Plus seven? Mm-hmm. Seven. That's pretty strong. I mean, admittedly, when, when I rolled it in there, I rolled all ones and twos, but still. But it doesn't miss. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that's, and, that's and, a benefit. And I mean, it, that's, yes, exactly. But I'm sure there's other spells that you could cast at fifth level that would be far more effective. Fair. Like, imagine Fireball at, at fifth level. Not this warlock. Oh my god. Not that, that meme. warlock, this, this cleric. Mm. The family feud meme of like, what spell do you use to open a lock? Fireball. fireball. <laughs> I did not ask how big the room was. I said I cast Fireball. All right. So, uh, yeah. So we're going we're gonna to take off tonight. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate you sticking around. Uh, next time there is new worlds to explore. Um, you, you, you're, you're gonna get to Mage Haven next time if you don't shop too much. Yes, but hey, shop. We're gonna gonna shop. Be, be what you expect. So, uh, yeah, I want three. I want as many maps as I can get my mitts on. <laughs> We're a montage shopping group. I think you know. Green screen's pretty good. Uh, Three thousand subscribers. That is nothing. YouTube. Thank you guys for following and for sticking through the chaos with us because we are fucking crazy. It's great. So we have four being left over uh, for you guys, and three are going into the book of inspiration. I mean, yeah. Did you have two left over or two go in the boy last night? Uh, no, we had two total last night. We chewed through inspiration and it didn't. Anyway. Um, we it was have. Interesting. Yes. Um, give, give us what you think about inspiration. Should we keep doing it? Should we keep doing bits? Should we, um, should we not do bits at all? Or not do inspiration for rerolls at all? Should we do some other way? I mean, this is how we pay the rent here. Yep. But it doesn't have to be right. So you know, if we had, if we doubled our Patreon, we wouldn't have to do bits, and then the games would be a little bit more like regular D and D games. I don't know if that's good or bad. No, the bits connect us to them, and they help us. And the last time you left it up to the audience, it reduced our intro from half an hour to 15 minutes they said they didn't like it no i say 
I know how insane it sounds. Let the bits throw some like wrench into our story. What story? And they throw whatever they want in with that bits. I don't stop talking. I'm sorry. Yeah. I love our audience very much. You don't. You guys don't get that kind of power. Maybe when you're I, DM, Aaron. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. I will let that. I will let that insanity happen, and they will love it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so the yeah. popularity of that suggestion in chat should let you know how bad of an idea that was. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Thomas. Oh, anyway, what we definitely want to uh, so uh, so Patreon is is one of the best ways to support us, other than buying our merch. Um, and uh, we definitely want to be able to publicly thank you guys uh, on Patreon. Uh, and we know that there's Voldemort there. There's Voldemort 2. Um, uh, there is, in fact, a, uh, a certain person from Chechia who is a, a Patreon member. We have, we have, get this, I think that we actually have two patron, patrons, patrons, patrons from Australia. Really? Oh. I know we have one for sure. I That's think that cool. we have two. That's awesome. Good day, mate. No, and we just lost it. I'm sorry. Hey, almost did that. <laughs> there it is. Almost did that, and then I was like, "Good eye." That's not a knife. You know what? <laughs> they hate to, us now. Uh, I thought of Steve Irwin, dear. This is a Steve. No, as if they don't have. Oh, as if they don't do American accents as well. It's been like come on. No, they years. do. But you know the accents. When you ask foreigners to do American accents, they do the Southern swang twang thing. That is what they think of all of us. Right. They do not look Thank at you. Hugh Laurie and Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman, who killed it with a Minnesota accent. I'm not talking about actors. professional actors. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. about people you meet at the bar. Yeah, like Jim uh, Jeffries. So, <laughs> One of my friends from the UK, he basically does uh, the Duke, like um, John Wayne. John Wayne. <laughs> well, oh, I need to get hello. another beer. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I need to start studying Western movies for my great day, for my next uh, Cthulhu character because we're going Western. <laughs> yeah, you should just watch The Mandalorian because that's an amazing Western. It really is. Do they do Absolutely. the accents? It's basically a remake. Well, then that's not going to help me, Bo. <laughs> well, you should watch it anyway. I mean, I'm going to watch it anyway because I watched part of it last Christmas and really enjoyed it. Just never continued. Um... All right. So before before we lose everybody on the on the stream, uh, <laughs> we're going to go. Good night. Thank you guys so much for sticking around, and uh, we are going to see you. I'm like, where's the where's the end? Uh, we are going to see you guys. Thank you so much. Saturday for Rhyme of the Frost Maiden with everybody but me because I have a thing that happened. Um, but I will be there the next Saturday and then in Call of Cthulhu after that. And you will get to see Amy in front of the green screen again. So, all right, with that, we're going to go and we're going to say goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye. internet friends. Thanks, everyone. Crikey! Thank you for listening to the Chaos Agents podcast on Quests and Chaos. Please visit our YouTube page and give us a subscribe for more tabletop content. And don't forget, you can catch us live on Tuesdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Twitch and YouTube.
This podcast is supported by our Patreons, and we would like to give them a heartfelt thanks, starting Duke Vlieg and he who shall not be named. Our inspiration middle management is a force to be reckoned with, featuring Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Anonymous Dragon, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Jen W., Paul, and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, J. Matthews, Reoccurring Dream, Cody, Lee, Megan Krantz, Red Dead, Coquette, Robbie Nowell, The Baroness, and The Apollyon. And a big thank you to all of the guild members out there. It truly means a lot to us that you have joined our Patreon. Not everyone has the means to support us financially, and that is okay. If you could, please share our content with anyone who might enjoy it. Until next time, keep the chaos alive. Is that a tagline?